Hello, Hello tea sippers. I'm Steph. And I'm Tamar. Welcome to Au Pair Tea. Where we spill all the tea on Au Pair Life. So sit back with your best cuppa and let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to Oberti the podcast, episode 12. Hi there, thanks for tuning in. Woo! We are smashing the podcasts. <laughs> we are, we are enjoying them actually. Yeah, I love doing this. It's like my mm. favourite thing. It's kind of like therapy in a way. Yeah, it literally is. <laughs> we it have. feels strange now though, because we recorded three episodes when we were together. Mm. Now we're long distance recording again. Oh! <sighs> God, it's like we've you know, just been aware this whole time. It was weird though. It was like, but I like this because it's kind of like it's a chance for us to catch up. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's great that we were only together for not even a full day, really. And we got like three episodes recorded. Yeah. So That's you're welcome, cute. guys. Legends. I know. We we stand. We stand ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So today's episode is going to be. A rundown of the top 10 reasons why we think you should become an au pair. Mm-hmm, definitely. Because I think it's important. I mean, we do all these like episodes about things that are in, in depth and all these like things that are really like appropriate to au pair life. But I think we kind of sometimes need to step back and just do the kind of basic like why we think people should become au pairs. Because yeah. there are many, many reasons. But Yeah, people kind of probably up. listen to us and be like, well, that's great, but what are the benefits of being no pair? Mm-hmm. There are benefits, and there are. we're going to go into them today. So, yep. uh, Steph, let's just dive in. Let's kick off. Give me a reason. Why should someone become an no au pair? Okay, so one of my favourite reasons is that you get to experience a whole new culture. America is very individual in its culture and the way people live their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, everything is very unique to America. Like, different Mm. to, especially Europe. I feel like it's very different to Europe. So, coming over here, you get to experience American lifestyle, American holidays, traditions. And I think that's really cool. And then also, you can bring your culture over to, you know, to Mm. the States and share your culture as well. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's so great because, like, America is it's so di- I mean England's pretty diverse as well especially in like yeah. kind of like midwesty kind of like northern parts of the UK but I mean actually scratch that everywhere <laughs> really like if you've been to London you just you know how multicultural it is there and I think it's amazing mm-hmm. so I mean when I think of like American culture obviously I think of all the typical things but then but then you also have to think about like how many like people have like emigrated here and stuff and yeah it's so amazing how many different cultures there are like we went to the the food court at the mall when you were here and there was like a whole like line of like there was like an Indian one there was like a Japanese one there was like Mm -hmm. a typical American one there was a Greek one and I just I love I love the variety basically of the food yeah this is what I Mm -hmm. like Um, yeah exactly but yeah I agree experiencing a new culture and you know more than one and I think it's great that we get to bring British culture over here I think I feel like when I'm I feel like, I don't know if this is just me, and I think it's because we're British. I think sometimes 
I feel like I have a massive sign above my head being like, I am British because yeah. I really fit in. But yeah. it's like when people see and hear you, they're like, oh my God, you're British. Like it's some yeah. kind of weird novelty. And I'm not sure why Americans love English people so much. I have no I idea. I don't get it. I think it's the accent really. But Yeah. People friggin' love the British accent. Yeah, and I think this is this is why I got a free Starbucks. So thanks, Starbucks. For I am so free- jealous about that. Like, I'm still trying to like define my accent while I'm in Starbucks so that they give me free drinks. Just like really put it properly on. Just, like, really put it on. Um, what do you recommend? Good afternoon, kind sir. <laughs> Just do like your Gemma <laughs> Collins impression. <laughs> I'm 34, mate. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic, Darren. I've got money. Um, but But it's not even it's not even the big things in american culture that you experience it's like day-to-day lifestyle like you Mm. live an american lifestyle like the school system is different the like shopping is different everything is different and you get to experience all of that in like a deeper level than if you just came Mm. over as a like tourist everything's like 500 times bigger as well oh yeah yeah and it's just oh my gosh it just it's a whole different it's not even a different culture this is like an entirely different planet that i'm on <laughs> like and i'm only what like three and a half thousand miles from home and it's like well, i mean not only three and a half thousand miles but do you know what i mean like not that far just from like border. so much further I-, I couldn't be further away from my culture yeah basically. but it's exactly it's also exactly what i expected like exactly like it is on the tv yeah it is pretty isn't it pretty predictable sorry america yeah First of all. Um, so yeah so the first one we kind of agree experiencing a new culture one that i really love and one that is a huge part of our pair life is you get to make friends from all over the world yeah um so obviously these are the people that we we wouldn't have met unless we kind of did this program and i think that's so cool because we kind of going back to your point about culture we get to experience so many different cultures so like i go to starbucks every tuesday with two au pairs and one of them is like half british half kind of she's from the netherlands but she lived in england for a very long time and the other one is italian so we get to share culture and share kind of just funny things and it's so many times like au pairs can relate to other au pairs in a very strange way like it's it's a very strange it's a strange bond it is yeah yeah and i feel like you you just people just don't get it unless you're an au pair you just don't get it yeah like a friendship with another au pair is a different kind of friendship to somebody you went to school with or lived down the road from Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to explain but i get what you mean like they i mean i we've we've both got like great friends at home and great family and stuff but it's like here we are i think the great thing is that not in a bad way but we're all in this boat together the boat's on fire it's crashing on the rocks we have no fucking idea what we're doing half the time literally we're all exhausted (laughs) like yeah we we, we're so confused about tipping and things like that um yeah so it's nice that you get to go through this together I honestly think I would struggle if I didn't have friends in the local area that were also au pairs because then I could not that I have I've not had any issues with host families or kids or anything like that but it's nice to kind of sit down and just kind of chat about our days and how how it's all going and maybe give each other advice so I think making friends from all over the world is great um yeah I think that's a big big it's a big sell for me oh yeah like you are my only British actually no you're not <gasps> I'm not you're not I'm not the only one no because the people I went to Serbia with were British I'm so offended <laughs> I am but so offended. <laughs> I have more kind of foreign if you will 
friends. <laughs> Sorry. Foreign, <laughs> if you were, if you'll pardon the pun. If you pardon the pardon, pardon the <laughs> Um Yeah, I have more like foreign friends than I do British friends. I think it's great. Currently. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. I love it. It's like, uh, imagine having like dinner and everyone brings one dish from their country. That would be a We said this. Buffet. Yeah. You should do like a dinner and someone does starters, someone does a main, someone does dessert, yes. someone does drinks. And it's like a typical thing from your country. That would yeah. be so sick. Oh my God. I'd probably just make like a trifle or like, I don't know. A pie. And it's like. You're learning about the culture of the country you're living in, but then also you're learning about different cultures from your friends. So, like, I've learned about South African culture, about German culture. Like, it's mm. awesome. Like, South Africans call traffic lights robots. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I know. I don't get I don't, it. But, like, when you're coming up to traffic lights, she's like, oh, you turn left at the robot. And I'm like, sorry? That's the fucking what, bitch? The what? <laughs> Literally. Sorry, what? I don't Literally. see no robots, hun. But it's also super cool. But South African actually is quite similar to the UK because they do call things like nappies and bin. And like there's other things that we say that they also say, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But... It's nice to learn about that. Mm. So what else do you think is, is a okay. good reason? Uh, one f- for me is you develop independence. Like you become so independent. Like... Yeah, you could move out of your parents' house in your home country, but mm. leaving your family, your friends, your life, and moving to a whole other country is like a whole new level of independence. It's freaking scary. We said this yeah. in a previous episode. Like, we are like au pairs are some seriously brave people. Like, oh, yeah. you are moving thousands of miles away to go and and there's always there's always a chance that it may not work out. Can you imagine that? Like, you have to you know you're living thousands of miles away with a family that isn't actually as great as you thought and you're like well shit I can't just you know hop on a train and go home kind of thing mm-hmm. I can't just get yeah. in the car you're kind of stuck and that kind of yeah. forces you I think to be independent and be like I'm an adult I've got to get my shit together plus yeah. you're responsible for some amazing children so you exactly. have to have your shit together yeah exactly I think that's the main thing is you're kind of an adult you're a role model mm. and that means you need to kind of grow up and have some independence <laughs> yeah it is it's really important but then you become independent in so many different ways like mm. even having you know even just going out and exploring by yourself in a completely new country in a new area where you don't know anyone is scary yeah. I was scared when I went to Target for the first time and it's only a five minute drive and I was yeah. still like I don't know I was just like what if I do something wrong or you know, what if I, I, I couldn't understand the guy on the checkout because he was really Southern. I was like, oh, I don't know what you're saying. I'm so sorry. I literally said, I'm really sorry. I can't understand you. And I was like, I'm British. I feel like I have to apologize. I'm like, I'm British. I'm very sorry. Yeah, um, that was me. Yeah. Independence is, I mean, I think a lot of people become a pairs to be, like, to become more independent. Yeah, you, think? you definitely do grow. You mm. grow up mm. massively. Like, I've... Bit, I've been feeling quite sick like the last week mm. and like normally I just thought oh, I can't do life and just stay in bed because I felt a bit sick but I just got to get on with it you know yeah because people so, are on you yeah so that's kind of an example of independence because you you know you need to grow up 
get your just shit grow together. Up. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's I mean, just have thing. to. That's our thing. Like, just communication and get your shit together. <laughs> that should be our little Literally. tagline. Thing. That's the motto. In it. Um, so another one, which is probably one of the main ones, is mm. you gain a second family, and you and I have preached about the the way we bond with our horse kids and our horse parents and just how amazing it is because this is like the most unique situation this isn't something that you can just do like you have to yeah you have to be in it for the long haul oh yeah yeah you have to be committed you have to communicate communication um (laughs) so i truly truly feel like these guys are my second family and i think the, the thing that would absolutely break my heart is that if after i leave in a year or in two years if we didn't talk or if our if if our relationship just kind of fizzled out to the point where we didn't really yeah that would break my heart but then I've seen these things where for cultural care they put a thing up before being like oh this is an au pair she was an au pair for this family a few years ago and now they're at her wedding and I'm like oh I love that That, that I love that we me and my host family were talking today actually and we were saying like because my t- one of the two-year-old twins, Evie, she's such a sassy little thing. And we were mm-hmm. like, I cannot wait for you to send me videos of her as a teenager. Or like oh, preteen. I am so... Oh, I think my six-year-old <laughs> is already a teenager. She's oh, yeah. So I mean, Evie I is. Her. She is such a little sass. They're so funny, though, kids, aren't they? Oh, they're hilarious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Like, oh, my God. Maddie is growing up quick. Like, I genuinely... I sometimes forget she's six... Because she's so, like, mature for her age. Yeah. Um, but she's such a sensitive, sweet... I mean, they're all sweet, but she's honestly, like, they're all beautiful. Haley is only four, and she is, like, a little sass part, and I love her for that. She's really funny <laughs> as well, but she knows that she's funny. And yeah. I also don't think she knows just how funny she is. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. when you come over and you integrate into this family, you do things with them that you you do with families do you know what I mean and it feels so nice like we talk about we haven't experienced this yet but we talk about like Thanksgiving and Christmas and like we'll experience all of that family stuff yeah that's what we both said we We both said at the beginning of this that we want to experience the kind of like big typical American family traditions and holidays and just be a part of it and so like I've met my host dad's parents a couple of times and they're so lovely Mm -hmm. and welcoming and then I'll be meeting my host mum's parents soon. I mean, I've met them over video, um, but they'll be coming soon, which is really nice. And that's another part. Like, so we, that's a re- like becoming part of the extended front, like meeting the extended yes. family as well. is so exciting. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to meet like cousins and like aunties and uncles and things like that. Um, yeah. And as well as having like these guys as a second family, there's a few um like families on the, on our street that we're, we're very good friends with and like we've had over a couple mm-hmm. of times and so becoming part of that little kind of group that is what I love as well mm-hmm. it's nice to know you, you feel like you have backup all the time yeah yeah and I think when I think every single au pair that you know is looking in matching same with families are looking for somebody to become part of the family yeah so I think that's like a really main part of the whole experience. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's nice as well that it's like, I mean, you are there to obviously look after children. But I think what kind of really makes it is that, I mean, au pairs that have that great relationship is like me and my husband's parents will just hang out. There have been multiple nights. I've only been here four weeks and there have been multiple nights where 
me and my host mum and my host dad have been watching something. Usually Ricky will go to bed because bless him, he has to get up really, really early. Um, mm. But me and Julia will just sit there for another hour or two. Like the other night we we stayed up like past midnight and like we were watching something and it was just, it's just nice to be able to feel comfortable that you can hang out with them and you have this other friend. And that is what's... Yeah. It's not a confusing thing, but someone said to me, um, it was actually yesterday, someone was messaging me about the whole programme. And they were like, so what relationship do you have with host parents? Are they like, are they your parents? Are they your friends? Are, are they your babysitters? And I'm like, do you know Yeah, that's, that's kind of a hard one, isn't weird? it? Weird, because they are kind of responsible for me, but I'm also responsible for myself. But for me, I just say they are just really, really amazing friends and because mm-hmm. like they're more than friends but they're family but they're not and it's just it's so yeah weird. and then you feel like a big sister to the kids but then not a daughter to your host you know what yeah. I mean and it's, just like, it's really weird but, but like right. my because my host mum has got two brothers so she so the other night I get she asked me advice on her outfit for date night oh, and like she was saying how lovely it is to have like another girl around yeah. and like have like a friend figure here to like chat about girly stuff because she doesn't like have that so oh that was cute that's yeah. nice as well because my fear before I began the program was oh I'll probably get on with the mom like wh- whoever my host mom was going to be um but I was like I'm not sure if I'd get on with the host dad but it's great because me and Julia well I mean we, all three of us we watch the same thing and stuff but me and Julia have like like we'll have some wine on a night and we'll like chat about god knows mm-hmm. what and we'll you know whatever <laughs> and then me and Ricky like we we like gaming to get like we we game some like I've games like by myself but he lets me use his ps4 but but we also, <laughs> excuse me, we're also obsessed with Lord of the Rings. So that's mine and Ricky's kind of thing. Um, so it's nice to be able to relate to them, not just about the children. Like we've got more than the children to to link us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's friendly. Yeah. Um, and I, because I, I gr- I've grown up without, without a father. Mm-hmm. So I was like really worried about living with... Mm-hmm. A male, if that makes sense, because just been me and my mum. So I was like, I'm not used to living with like a male figure around. Yeah. But it's actually, I, I quite like it. It was quite nice to have like a male figure. And we, he like he likes horror. I like horror. We get on. <laughs> we get on. He likes to chat to me about sports and stuff. Oh, because so. <laughs> like obviously I'm like really into like American football and stuff because I want to learn about that mm-hmm. and like basketball, baseball. Like so, he likes chatting to me about all that. Yeah, like, <laughs> we've watched a bit of it, and I I genuinely do want to know about it because i watch it and i'm like yeah like and like ricky and the neighbors will be saying stuff like about the game i'll be like what the fuck are you talking about but I don't yeah like what is going like, on dumb british girl like she has no idea what american football is and like they'd never be horrible literally. But i'm literally sat there trying to understand i'm like i don't know which team we're rooting for i don't know what the numbers mean yeah. i don't know what these were i mean i know what touchdowns literally is. That's all I know. and i was like this is essentially rugby right and they were like no bitch it's not <laughs> like it literally looks like rugby the ball's the same shape they tackle each other like what's the difference (laughs) (laughs) oh my god no yeah let's yeah yeah anyway Anyway, number five out the country (laughs) number five five. so this experience obviously a work experience you get you know you you're here to work it's a job so it looks great on your cv and it opens up opportunities for you in your future Mm -hmm. So, you know, this might open up doors to travel more or get a job in a different country as an au pair or as a nanny or, you know, whatever. It is a nice bit of experience to help you out 
in future time and for me personally like this experience has opened up my love for social media and youtube and podcasting podcasting (laughs) like i've loved podcasts for a long time and like i've always wanted to have my own one but i was like i don't know what to chat about like what the heck am i supposed to do a podcast on but this (laughs) yeah like this au pair experience has opened up the opportunity for me to be able to start my own podcast and my own social media platform Mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing and i love that i do love it as well and I guess like it's it's good for employers to see that you know you like they'll be able to see on your CV like oh this person is you know definitely somebody that can commit to something because they committed to living abroad for two mm-hmm. years and mm-hmm. like everyone says looking after children is not easy so if you can <laughs> stick at that I mean looking after children number one is not easy but looking after them in a completely new culture in a new country for two years you know yeah. away from your family in a completely new environment kind of thing where you don't really have a choice to not go to work I mean yeah people have sick days and stuff but Mm -hmm. you have to get your shit together and just get over yourself um yeah so then yeah employers can see that you're you're a dedicated person and you know you've got these you pick up all these different skills as well like patience and timekeeping and organize oh oh my god organization you have to be oh god yeah it's like five hours (laughs) to get out the door if you are not organized oh my god like literally. I have a bag so if I take my kids to the park there is a bag that I keep and it's just got spare like spare tops or spare you know trousers and it's got like diapers in it and it oh my god like I just keep one bag of spare shit and I could just throw it in and like mm-hmm. go um because it's just it pays to be prepared that's my worst fear like going somewhere and then like Hank needs changing and I'm like oh, I've not brought anything with yeah. me like but I think you just pick up lots of skills along the way and learning how to yeah. communicate I think that's a good one learn how to communicate with people on a different level especially yeah. if you don't speak their language as your mother tongue I think it's very yeah. it's interesting I think it does round you off as a person I think yeah and employers also love when people are well traveled mm-hmm. and well cultured and stuff like they have that kind of stuff to talk about and those experiences behind them yeah I mean and th- there's also you know chance this could completely change someone's career because a lot of times like people come like after high school or after college or like some people take a break during university like I I mean I came after mm-hmm. university so I already had a, a career plan in my head but that might change and I don't know what I'll be doing when, when I go back to a pairing but I, I do know that I, I love cultural care and we know that there are exo pairs who now work for cultural care um, yeah please sponsor us um we could be there we could be their social media marketers yeah. and, like, <laughs> and i think also we can say as well that we weren't just so pairs we were ambassadors for cultural care which also an employer yeah. that we were trusted enough and we had that kind of we had that standard that we we were good enough basically to become to become yeah. ambassadors because not everyone gets to be one and i think it's a real privilege and it, this is not me trying to like you know kiss up to cultural care or whatever but it is a real it is a privilege <laughs> to become an ambassador and I genuinely is, yeah. and I think you agree I genuinely love talking to future au pairs because I think we remember being in yeah. that position and I love helping people that is my passion like yeah with kids as well. a girl actually messaged me the other day that she, I've been helping her out with her application yeah. for it's a few hard. weeks and she messaged me yesterday and she said that she had finally submitted her application yeah. and she's just waiting for cultural care to like approve it and put her in matching and I was like I'm so proud that's, that's <laughs> a great thing though isn't it because it shows that you can 
help people and you know you can give advice and training it's kind of like a mentor yeah, mentee like I've signed up to be an ambassador yeah. buddy so me too exciting. yeah me too I think it's just that we get to share yeah. things and then going on to our next point about why becoming a pair it kind of all ties in um it increases your confidence hugely oh God, yeah. and I think part of that oh, yeah. is the environment that we're in I don't know about where you live but here like everyone is so positive and everyone is so nice yeah and for me so like one of my kids is a little bit um sensitive and she she sometimes she's not as confident as you know openly as as I know she like she can do something but if she feels like she can't do it then she'll struggle and so I found myself recently Uh being like you can do this you've got this and that is it's rubbing off on me like there was something I didn't really want to do the other day because I didn't feel confident and I was like screw it I'm just gonna do it and if I look like an idiot, I look like an idiot. I mean, I'm not going to be here after two years. They're not going to know. Um, but yeah. yeah, increasing your confidence. I think we both said that, didn't we? Oh, On really our bucket does. listing, we wanted to increase our confidence. Yeah. What about you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, I've been through some shit in my life. And, like, I the, I was the last person I thought would get on a plane by myself, fly across the ocean and do something like this. And already, like even just facetiming my friends and family this they can tell like how much i've how much more confident i've become and how much i've grown as a person and i've already been here a month crazy so <laughs> that we've already been here a month it how i know it it just it I, it really does change you as a person i, for the better. I honestly do feel like I, i've changed I, mm-hmm. I i feel like there has been some change in this month i do feel a lot more positive and like I, I remember yeah. saying something before about just myself and I mean it wasn't like an attention seeking thing but I said something about myself and I was like oh it's just not very whatever and my husband was like no 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 like you're great you're awesome and don't beat yourself up and you know be confident and be amazing and I feel like being in this environment especially when we're going to be here for like two years like you know with or without the same host families um I think being in this kind of constant positive kind of encouraging environment is really I like it I like how nice everyone is yeah and I feel like this is gonna naturally soak into us and we're just gonna become more confident I think it's just the American way I think we're turning into Americans I definitely think yeah 100% everyone's so much more like so much happier and like carefree and just living their (laughs) best life (laughs) all the time literally Mm -hmm. so yeah and I mean just the fact that you get through a day and the kids are like happy and perfectly fine you're like yes another day crushed it it's literally you you get a sense of pride i think with it as well when you know Mm -hmm. you're doing a good job and the thing so like when i first came i was a bit not like nervous about doing the chores or whatever but i just didn't want to do anything wrong um and so I was yeah. saying to someone the other day, I was like, it is honestly, it is the little things that people say or do that make you feel more confident. Like if I empty, like it yeah. is not strictly written down as I have to empty the dishwasher or fill it, but it's kind of like a take some initiative and just, you know, help out. And so like whenever I do it, usually my host dad is like he'll, because he does dishwashers, well, everyone does it, but my host dad's really good at just coming past and be like, oh thanks T for doing that and I'm like it's no problem and it's things like that that make me feel appreciated and that in turn makes me more confident yeah Yeah, like I packed the kids like snacks the other day because they were still napping and I was just downstairs and I thought okay I'll pack the kids lunches and snacks for the next day and then my husband went to do it she was like 
Oh my god, have you packed because lunches? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh my god, thank you. You're number one. Like, yeah, it makes you it makes you feel good. And like when like I just babysit for the night if they were going on a date night, they're just like, you're the best. Like every single day, my husband was like, you're the best. What would we do? Well, thank God we have you, and it just makes you feel so much better. Like so confident, confident way. Yeah, and they give you that freedom. And like I've said before, like yeah, this is like I try to think of it from the host parents' perspective. Like they are paying for someone; they're paying a lot of money for someone to come and live in their house and look after their children without supervision all the time. And it's like yeah, that's huge. So I have tremendous, tremendous respect for them. Um, but obviously, so we've talked a little bit about culture earlier. What 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 do you think your next point is? Because there's an, there's another kind of point about culture, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, a lot of people from other countries, not oh. not Britain, <laughs> other countries, are worried about mm-hmm. their English skills. But this experience will help yeah. you improve your English mm-hmm. massively, massively. Not only the fact because you're you know around the English language all the time, like your host family speak the English language, it's going to be on the TV, it's going to be on the radio, all that kind of stuff. So you're hearing it all the time. But also, when you do your classes, you can do an English class. Um, you can do English classes online, just in your free time. Like, it's going to improve your English. And I've heard so many au pairs that are, like, in their second year or been here for, like, six months or something. And they've said how much being here has helped yeah. improve their English. So if you're, like, worried about that, you have basic conversation level English, but you want to improve it, like, just coming over here and being around the language all the time is going to improve I think a lot skills. of the time from when I've spoken to people that don't speak English as their first language, they say, oh, I'm embarrassed to talk in English because I'm embarrassed, I'm scared I'll get something yeah. wrong or it'll, you know, I'll have an accent or something. And I'm like, in the nicest way, so what, man? Like, you're here. They, they yeah. know you, you are not a native English speaker. They know you're not British. They picked you for a reason. I mean, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get on the programme if you didn't have at least the minimum level of English required. So... That yeah. that already tells you that you're awesome enough, and then the fact that your host family pick you and you you know want to match with you and you want to match with them, there you go. They they can understand. You obviously understand each other in a way, um, mm-hmm. and then you get training as well, and you get like a booklet with cultural care. And it's like you can write words down and phrases, and you can translate them. And I think being around people is great. And like I've picked up a couple of like different words from. Spanish from this Spanish au pair that I'm kind of sort of friends with and then a few from other people mm-hmm. and it's nice it's nice to hear different languages like like my friend Laura is from the Netherlands and like she was around mine the other day and she was talking to me and we were just walking up the stairs and then she got a phone call and she started speaking in Dutch and I was like oh okay that's it's it's nice. it was very yeah. very quick the way she switched it was very impressive um yeah my friend who's German like obviously she's she's in her second year now so she's been here for a while but when she she had a phone call just like Laura and she speaks spoken German and then when she came off the phone call she carried on speaking to us in German because she had to like think to herself oh wait I've got to switch back to English and I just think that's so clever like just the fact I always say like never apologize for poor English skills because the fact that you can speak English as well as Mm. your own language the fact you're bilingual is yeah, and our amazing. Is not easy to learn. It's not. It's yeah. The rules <laughs> oh, are yeah. never apply the same thing, and oh, just trying to pronounce. Oh, it's it. Yeah, it just. Uh, 
anyone who's trying, I, I give you credit. And we said this in a previous episode. The, the au pairs that come to America and are au pairs and do not speak English as their first language, you are brave people and I commend you. Number eight, T, what's number eight? So number eight, I mean, these aren't in order. These are just notes as we wrote them. But obviously, yeah. just working with children is probably one of the obviously. one of the main reasons you should become an au pair is if you want to yeah. work with children. Um, so yeah, we are here because we have a passion for working with children. Um, and it's it's great to see them. I love it's great to see them growing. Like Hank is just yeah. starting to learn to walk, and we we encourage him every single day. We're like, come on, just walk, please. He can walk like one or two steps, and then he's like, nope, I'm done. Um, but yeah, working with children and seeing them every day, it it makes yeah. his day. I love seeing the kids every morning. It's like, good morning. Yeah, how are you? Like. Working in a nursery or a daycare or a school or something is great. Like, that's a great thing. But being with the children mm-hmm. every day in their daily life is so much more special, I think. Yeah. And just knowing that you have done something to make them happy or like you do, it's when they come to you and they want to be like, they want to spend time with you. It makes you feel mm-hmm. so. I think it's an ego thing. It makes you feel good and it makes you feel special. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to feel wanted. And when we say working with children, I feel like that sounds a lot more like strict. That It makes it sound like a school setting. But so I'm not quite sure what we should be saying, but we, we're just exploring and we're learning and we are growing and we are being with children because they are such yeah. funny little creatures. I love them. Oh, I love so them. hilarious. Um. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what it's for, really. My kids like Trolls World Tour. Have you seen that? The new Trolls film. Oh my god! And it's yeah. got like rock music in. So in the car, they always want to listen to the soundtrack. And my two-year-old Evie, she's just in the back, head banging to this like rock music. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> so honestly, she's just like pure head banging. Like yes, rock and roll. Yes, queen, <laughs> rock it. <laughs> Oh my god. It's adorable. Right. Next one is a very exciting one and it is that you get to travel. Yes. And experience America in the way a tourist cannot experience America because you have a whole year to explore 50 states rather than like a month or a couple of weeks like a tourist would. Mm-hmm. You have all the time in the world to ex- like explore places that you just wouldn't be able to if you were just on holiday. Agreed very agreed i mean i've just booked a weekend away with two old pair friends and i would never have thought to we're going to this lake house thing and we were like yeah let's just go because we're all off on the weekend so we don't even have to use our vacation days um but i think it's different traveling because obviously a good thing is that there are old pairs in our communities that have been here longer than we have so they can be like try this place out try that place out or like yeah. my host parents gave me some restaurant recommendations the other night that i wouldn't have thought of um like this yeah exactly um but then yeah i think because when you're a tourist you kind of want to go to the big main attractions and i know we both want to do that but it's the little towns and stuff that we want to see as well yeah like obviously i live in maryland and i would have never explored this state if i hadn't lived i wouldn't have thought about north carolina either or raleigh or because i'm just like doesn't immediately pop in yet but like oh i'm going to visit america Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's nice to explore states that like I wouldn't have before. Like one of my friends lives in Nebraska 
So I'm going to go visit her. And like, I would have never have gone to Nebraska. I know. You just don't think about... Sorry, Nebraska, but we don't think about you. Yeah, we're sorry. And like South Dakota, <laughs> I always forget that's a state yeah. all the time. Yeah. I know. Crazy. I love so it, though. It's... Oh, yeah. It's like a chance to ex- just experience parts of the America that you just wouldn't as a, as a holiday girl. Yeah. And I love and that. And that will obviously increase your confidence and your independence and... You, you know, a lot of au pairs do go on trips together, like like I'm going on. Yeah. Like you're, you've done some like little trips with people, and I think that's great. And, and some people, some people travel solo, which is another confidence and independence grower as well. I, like I traveling on your own. Oh my God, those people are just hats off. Great. I do not. I I get lonely though. I, I get lonely. I want friends. Yeah, I like friends. <laughs> I don't. I just start talking to myself, like, where do you want to go today? Okay, yeah, let's go. I know. There. I mean, you get to have whatever music you want the entire way, but, you know. True. Like, and you can just go and do whatever you want for as long as you want to do it. Like, you don't have to, like, talk to someone else, be like, well, do you want to do this or should we do this after? Like, just do what you want to do. It's like, be who you want to be, Barbie girl. Yeah, literally. literally. But also, imagine, like, the memories that you build yeah. oh. are incredible. I'm so excited because, like, in the run-up to becoming au pairs, I know that we were both, like, looking at cultural care's profile and we saw takeovers and stuff. And just seeing the trips that other au pairs went on with their au pair friends and even their non-au pair friends, it was just, like, I'm, like, that is what I want to do. Like, obviously, I'm here to, to work and be part of a family, but I'm also here mm-hmm. to explore a bit. And I'm so excited to find places. That's what I love. I love finding hidden gems and places that I've never thought of or I've you know, stumbled yeah. across accidentally. I think those are the best times ever definitely yeah. yeah um so that kind of moves us on to our, our final point and obviously there are there are more points and you know we could talk about this for hours um but oh, we just say, i mean we could definitely we all know that um but yeah so number 10 is a little bit mushy so apologies but we're here to make a difference in someone's life like we yeah. are we're not here to check in and check out at certain times and that goes back to the earlier point about we don't just want to cut off contact when we leave. We want to, we yeah. want this to be lasting. And I feel like I'm already making a difference, just the way that yeah. people react. And like my host, my host mom and my host dad are just. Oh, I know we preach about our host parents, but fuck me, they are really <laughs> fucking awesome, right? And I will say that <laughs> with confidence, they are fucking <laughs> awesome, and it's just nice. Like even my like like we have a little group chat, and it's like. I think the other day, as an example, I texted my host parents. I was like, can I just double check that I'm picking Maddie up today? Because it was a little bit like not quite clear on the on the schedule. So I communicated, guys. I communicated. Woo, communication. So we, we sorted out. It was nothing major. But it's when they say like, thank you for checking. You're awesome. And then they'll send me like a little yeah. gif. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, my host dad's gift game is strong. So he has great <laughs> gifts. <laughs> The yeah. other night, I my host parents went on a date night, and I asked them if I could rent a film, and they were like, "Yeah, that's fine, or whatever." And then I I sent, "I hope you're having a." I was meant to say, "I hope you're having a good night" with a heart emoji, but I forgot the word night, so it just said, "I hope you're having a good heart." And then my host dad sent back, "Yeah, we're having a good heart." <laughs> and I sent a gift like, "Good, good, yeah, you, you good enjoy one. that, though. you enjoy the good heart." <laughs> you're so guys. funny. That's so cute. You're so funny. Yeah, it's knowing that <laughs> that we're making a difference. Just that little banter. Yeah, I love a bit yeah. of banter. My whole parents have some love good banter. banter. I think maybe can but... that be a point? Top ten reasons if to get better at banter. My banter is pretty <laughs> strong, though, mate. Sorry. It's funny. Um, 
but also I put a story up the other day on our Instagram page about what people's favorite thing about being an au pair was and I think every single person that replied said becoming a role model for the children and making a difference in the children's lives yeah. was their favorite thing it's huge and you know yeah it's I mean some of the children depending on their ages won't remember the au pairs but they will have an impact on them because like we're there to help yeah. them grow and develop and, and like every day I mean the host parents do it too but every day I'm like Hank buddy you need to walk let's do it and just <laughs> even making I think what's an important thing and I think we should cover this in, in the later podcast episode is making time for your host children as individuals oh, so yeah. important mm-hmm. especially for mm-hmm. the older kids who don't need as yeah. much one-on-one attention like as, as a baby would maybe um just giving them yeah. that time and making them feel that you see them so yeah I think it, it might sound cheesy and corny but making a difference in someone's life it's oh, it's so huge and like yeah. we both love our host families don't we like with our intact hearts and... yeah and it's even like if even if they don't remember you when they're older like if you had a baby mm. or whatever like or a toddler like if you've incorporated your culture into their lives, yeah. like taught them some of your language or you, you've you cooked a meal that then they're going to continue to cook. Yeah. When they're older, they're going to have that still. Like it's going to make an impact yeah. on them. And obviously like, Which hopefully, is so I mean, hopefully cool. the host parents will never forget you or whatever. Um, because I mean, I know that we, we've kind of, I mean, I've been in contact with au pairs who have felt like they're just another au pair in a long line of au pairs kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like that here. I mean, they've only had one before me, like but it's which is you know it's fine. I'm not. It's not competition, guys. <laughs> um, <I'm laughs> um, but I think that it and it does make a difference in people's lives because my my girls they still talk about their ex up here, Carolina, and my host parents have mentioned her a few times. So she's clearly had an impact, and I think that's great. And that's what I want. I want everyone to remember me and how awesome I am. Um, yeah okay okay. (laughs) and like I'm the first au pair so like every au pair after me is gonna have to follow me which sorry guys sorry Sorry. future au pairs oh my god future au pair could be listening to this right now and not know who they are literally like sorry I've set the boundary for you guys I've set the bar pretty low there Steph (laughs) wow okay well that's just us going to end the recording then um but yeah so there are many reasons to become an au pair these were just some of them these are this is not an exclusive list yeah it's not in any particular order. these are kind of our standout reasons of what we kind of yeah feel right it's now. not in any particular order so don't feel like i think no. i was thinking about that earlier because i was like why is number eight working with children and i was like that's really important <laughs> <laughs> no no particular order we just i mean they're all as important as each yeah, other they, they all kind of work together and make it go smoothly like a little choo-choo train yeah yeah so next week we'll be talking about uk versus usa so culture differences vocabulary things we didn't know before and things that we've learned in our very short time here already um so i think we'll probably be reaching out on our instagram and asking people to submit their kind of ideas about things like that i know target will be put in this episode at some point because target (laughs) is target is life target is life and also just a whole episode on Target, man. It, it would happen. It would be great. <laughs> Target yeah. special. Um, <laughs> so much for listening. Um, also, we obviously, yeah, we obviously pre-record these episodes. But the day this episode goes up, I am taking over the UK Culture Currency account. 
So go head on over to the Cultural Care UK Instagram to check that out. And next week, I'll be on the actual Cultural Care account. Oh, see, this girl, she's so famous. I'm glad I'm waiting to do mine because I'd rather... <laughs> I, I don't have the energy to do takeovers right now, guys. But yes. I mean, it's in a month's time, so yeah, it's fine. I mean, we got I'll this. just be hibernating for the winter. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, that that just draws us to a close because we're nearly at 45 minutes. This We said this was going to be a short one. We lied to ourselves. Um, Never. Never. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really, really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Bye, and that's the tea. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast to get all the tea on Life as an Au Pair. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Au Pair Tea. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.